0: Welcome back to live, Mike. Final half hour of today's program, uh, episode 150. This is kind of a, a milestone episode, right? Uh, 150. The sesquicentennial. Oh, no, that's years. All right. Well, okay. Uh, 150. A pretty big milestone. I'm proud uh, to have made it this far with you each day here on KSL News Radio. All right. Like I said, we have just a little bit of time left, and I want to tell you a story from high school, real quickly here. You heard me mention that friend of mine from high school, she had the, the brain surgery, the tumor removed. It was uh, benign, all is well. She heals, the family is happy, everything is good. Well, uh, she and I, like I said, went to high school together. We also went to junior high together. And one day in social studies class, our teacher, Sharon Brown, uh, she was talking to us about leadership. And she was talking to us about how great leaders uh, operated and how they handled the great responsibilities that they uh, found themselves uh, tasked with with handling and she told us a story once about Henry Ford, Henry Ford, for whatever reason uh, had for a time uh, a, a reputation of being uneducated for whatever reason. At least that was the belief of one reporter who cornered uh, Mr. Ford in his own office uh, for an interview. And the reporter sat down and asked him, started asking him about the mechanics of vehicles and how uh, these assembly lines, uh, operated exactly. He was asking uh, Mr. Ford very, very detailed information about the goings-on inside his factories. He was asking about uh, rubber and different uh, melting points and different uh, elements of physics and engineering. Questions that for the most part were answered by uh, Mr. Ford with, You know, I I don't know the specifics there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And the reporter is loving this, right? Because the thesis written before the interview even began was, how can this man be responsible for this great company uh, when his abilities are so limited, when his uh, IQ is so low, and why uh, the stack of degrees uh, is, is so small? And so when the reporter there sitting across the desk from uh, Henry Ford gets all these I don't knows, he then leans back, crosses his arms and says, well, Mr. Ford, how do you find yourself qualified to run this vast organization? And what I didn't mention so far in this story is that as uh, Henry Ford was Talking to the reporter from behind his desk, behind Henry Ford, was a big cabinet of sorts. Two great big doors with little knobs on there. And Henry Ford, instead of answering the question when asked by the reporter, how is it, Mr. Ford, that you find yourself qualified to run this vast organization? Ford stands up and he opens, he opens that massive cabinet behind his desk revealing dozens upon dozens of telephone handsets. And with a sweeping motion of his arm, he signals towards these handsets uh, and tells the reporter who's giving him a hard time for not knowing the specifics of every single intricacy within his factories. He says, you know, son, I might not know the answer to every single one of your questions, but if I pick up this phone, And he points to one phone in particular. He says, if I pick up this phone and speak into it, on the other end will be the world's foremost expert in the vulcanization process of rubber. So if you have a question about rubber, I can get you the answer right here. He hangs the phone back up. And he says, and this phone, if I were to pick up this phone right here, place it to my ear, instantly on the other end would be the world's foremost expert on the tensile strength of steel. He hangs the phone back up and says, son, do I need to go on? And the reporter wrapped up his interview said, thank you, Mr. Ford, for your time and left. Now, Mrs. Brown, back in junior high social studies, may have exaggerated some of those details. But the point illustrated is that there are many forms of leadership. There are many types of leadership and intelligence is a... Uh, It's a fluid thing. The reason I tell you that story is because just yesterday, just yesterday, Chris Wallace on Fox News interviewed the president and there was a back and forth about intelligence. I want to play it for you here. Uh, during this long interview, wide-ranging, in fact, uh, uh, Chris Wallace asked the president about a Fox poll where respondents said that Joe Biden was more competent than Trump. In the Fox poll, they asked people, who is more competent? Who's got, whose mind is sounder? Biden beats you in that. Well, I tell you what, uh, let's take a test. Let's take a test right now. Let's go down. Joe and I will take a test. Let him take the same test that I took. Incidentally, I took the test, too, when I heard that you passed it. Yeah, how did it's you do it? hard, Well, it's not the hardest test. No, but it the is, last... It has a picture, and it says, the last, what's that, and it's an elephant. No, no, no. You see, that's all misrepresentation. Well, that's what it was on the web. It's all misrepresentation. Because, yes, the first few questions are easy, but I'll bet you couldn't even answer the last five questions. I'll bet you couldn't. They get very hard, the last five well, questions. Well, one of them was count back from 100 by 7. And let me tell you, 90, you 30. couldn't answer, you couldn't answer all right, what's the question? many of the questions. I'd get you the test. I'd like to give it. But right. I guarantee you that Joe Biden could not answer those questions. Okay. okay? Uh, and I, I answered them? all 35 questions correctly. All right. So here in front of me, I have the testing question. It's the Montreal Cognitive Assessment. Yeah, the Montreal Cognitive Assessment, uh, it is used... To uh, really detect cognitive impairment. It's very basic. It was created not that long ago, uh, only 1996, by a professor in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. I wonder wonder if the president knew if it originated in Canada, if he still would have taken it. Or if he would have insisted on an American-made cognitive assessment test. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I went kind of long telling you the story about Henry Ford there. I want you to understand uh, more specifically this test, and I want to put some of the questions to you, see how you would fare uh, in this Montreal Cognitive Assessment. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to take a break, and when we come back, I, I will talk to you about and share with you the questions... In this Montreal cognitive assessment, the test the president claims he did so well in the test that Chris Wallace claims is so easy. And thirdly, the test that uh, the president thinks that he could beat uh, former Vice President Joe Biden. in. So we'll go. I want you to hear the questions. All right. I'll say nothing more until we come back and I share these questions with you ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio.